your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everyone, Stars fans, Panthers fans alike. It feels like we were just here last week, and that's because we were. It's Dane Lewis with the Locked On Stars podcast, joined by Armando Velez of Locked On Florida Panthers. Armando, how are you today? I'm doing very well, Dane. Great to be doing this once again. And uh, this time, I'm definitely in a better location for uh, recording uh, this versus the last time. Yes, absolutely. You're uh, you're inside a building and not inside of a car, so. Yeah, uh, I imagine a little bit better internet reception as well. Uh, this yeah, better. Time for inter- you. Yeah, better internet reception and more comfortable. That's yeah, sure. yeah, absolutely, and and certainly, uh, you know, just a nice aesthetic that you got going on there with the Florida Panthers flag in the background. So all the all all the good vibes for sure this time around. But sure. to get things rolling with today's crossover, uh, you know, you you might you know from an outsider's perspective, might be easy to think that not a lot has happened since these last two teams met up, but you would be wrong to assume so. Uh, lots and lots of crazy things for both teams, both on and off the ice uh, for both these squads. But just to kind of throw some some Florida-related questions your way, Armando, um, two games have been played by the Panthers since these teams met up uh, at the American Airlines Center just about a week ago. Uh, what has happened? You know, I, I've seen the final scores. Florida wins 4-3 to three in overtime against Carolina. Really, really nice win as Carolina uh, has been, you know, a really, really good team this season. And then a nice dominant 5-2 to two win over Vancouver. Uh, that game coming at home for the Florida Panthers. So what has changed from, you know, that final buzzer after the shootout against the Stars to now um, these two really impressive wins, kind of building some momentum, going into yet another home game against Dallas? What has kind of changed between then and now? Yeah, um, it's crazy because that matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Dallas Stars, um, it, it was pretty much you flip a coin and anyone could have won that one based on uh, the start that both of them had. and. The, the high-scoring affair, and usually in high-scoring affairs, more times than not, the Panthers usually have that advantage. But this time around, of course, with the shootout, anything can happen. But that, that could have been like a flip of a coin. But in their matchup against Carolina, it was pretty much the Panthers just outskating the, the, the Hurricanes and using their speed based on their defense. They give up a lot of rush chances. Sure, they're, they're one of the top defensive teams uh, as far as goals allowed in the NHL, but they do, the Carolina Hurricanes do give up a bunch of rush chances. And I'm saying this just as the final score is looking in Carolina tonight between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Columbus Blue Jackets. I'm seeing that the final score was six to nothing. I didn't watch that game, but I I can only imagine how many possible rush chances the Columbus Blue Jackets also had on the Canes as well. And Tuesday's game event against Vancouver, it was kind of the exact opposite even the final score might say five to two against the vancouver canucks but as far as opportunities to go the other way and to use the speed against vancouver it really didn't happen it really came down to the florida panthers just taking advantage of vancouver shooting themselves in the foot and they did it and i said it on uh wednesday's episode that it started with that penalty in the third period uh, by Mott and the Florida Panthers just took it over from then a shorthanded goal, an even strength goal, and a shorty too. They got them, they got them of all kinds, but um, Vancouver outshot them by 18. 
still. But uh, Sergey Bobrovsky was great in this last week. But the Florida Panthers are going into this game on Friday a little shorthanded in the goalie department because Spencer Knight's been in pro- COVID protocol, but we don't know the status of him going into Friday's game. But their third goalie, Jonas Johansson, has just been placed on the COVID list as well. And this is the first game of a back-to-back for the Florida Panthers this this weekend, Friday against Dallas and then Saturday against Columbus. So kind of a tough situation for the Florida Panthers to be in right now. Verhage had a maintenance day today in, in practice, uh, but it, it's, it's kind of a little strange uh, for the Florida Panthers as far as the goaltending department right now because uh, we don't know who's going to be back up on, on uh, Friday when these two teams meet. Yes, and I know the Stars kind of going through a similar situation with their goalies as well, so it should make for an interesting matchup. And I know, you know, a few hours uh, before recording this episode, the NHL, you know, released their, you know, the the NHL All-Stars that are coming up. And, you know, I, I think it's no surprise that, uh, you know, Jonathan Huberto finds himself on that list, um, clearly deserving of being on that list, one of the best players, one of the best offensive players in the league so far this season. Who's another guy that you would have liked to have seen from this team make the all-star list? Obviously, a lot of limited spots, and you got to have at least one guy from every team. But who's maybe another guy, maybe two guys that you think could have just as easily been all-stars if things maybe fell a different way? I can understand why Barkov wasn't in the all-star game because he has missed a third of the season to this point. But Aaron Ekblad, uh, he's averaging almost a point per game right now um, and is a candidate for the Norris Trophy. I don't know who's going to beat out Kel McCarr right now, but uh, it, it's it's. I just think it's a little strange that almost a point per game and Aaron Ekblad's not up there. But at the same time, I kind of try to tell myself that the All-Star game is just not great in the NHL. I mean, All-Star games in general, are like, it's really hard for me to get excited about an All-Star game in any sport. But it's more of about the recognition, the accomplishments as well. But I, I guess with the Panthers having, to this point, four postponed games from their COVID uh, from their COVID break in late December, it also gives them an opportunity to rest. It gives that month of February those gaps in between to, I don't know if they're going to play a few games in a row. I don't know if they're going to be spotty. So it gives an opportunity for, to rest as well for the better part of the season, the stretch part of the season for the Cats. So I'm not; it's not the end of the world. But as far as the recognition standpoint, I think uh, I think I think Aaron Ekblad should have been there. Yeah, certainly. Uh, I think a good argument for several guys on that team, just with how Florida has done overall this season. And speaking of some other guys on the team, you know, uh, there, there you had quite a few guys, or I guess a couple guys in both games score multiple goals, uh, you know, in the, the Vancouver game, but also that first game after the Stars matchup in Carolina. Um, Verhege, you know, two goals there. Sam Reinhart, two goals. Who's maybe a guy that the Stars fans watching this game needs to be on the lookout for that maybe had a quieter game the first matchup in Dallas? Because we talked about a lot of the bigger names, but who do you think is kind of on a hot streak right now, uh, you know, from over these past two games that might be bringing some momentum into this Friday night matchup that, that Stars fans and I guess the Stars in general should be on the lookout for in this matchup? It's got to be one of two people. It's either got to be Anthony Duclair with his speed, what, what, what he can do with it. And also Sam Reinhart as well. Um, 
because I, I know you mentioned Sam Reinhardt in the in the last uh, about the last game that he had, but the last matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Dallas Stars, Sam Reinhardt was still on the COVID list um, for the Panthers. So he's definitely a guy that that has gotten it going for sure in the, in the last month. He did get off to a slower start, but when it was like the end of November, early December, he got it going. And Anthony Duclair, he's been he's just been changing the game, changing the dynamic for the Florida Panthers with his speed. And Carter Hagee has that speed as well. You mentioned uh, him as far as that. But I feel like every single time the Panthers play that fourth line, even though Patrick Hornquist is right now on the COVID list, that they just find a way to just create so much energy. It's Itzulus Dorainen along with Ryan Lomberg. And then the latest one to be inserted has been Alexi Hepiniemi from the AHL. He just got called up. Um, and he went right back into the lineup and he was creating opportunities right in front of the net as well. And he played, he, he's played uh, well since coming onto the Panthers roster in, in this latest stretch. So I feel like that fourth line of Itzulus Dorian and Ryan Lomberg and Alexi Heponiemi, that's a, that's a line that no defense should go to sleep on for sure. Yeah, certainly going to be interesting to see how guys like Reinhardt, Verhege kind of assert themselves in this game. Duclair, even, you know, you mentioned his speed. That overtime game winner that he had against Carolina was really, really impressive stuff. Good play in front of the net. So, and you know, revenge going to be on these guys' mind as this shootout loss is not too far of a thing in the past. But we're going to take a quick break and say thank you to one of the sponsors of today's episode of Locked on Stars and Locked on Panthers. And that sponsor is Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories and 30 grams of sugar and dozens of net carbs. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as your workout. You can go to Built.com right now and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order at Built.com. And welcome back into today's crossover episode between Locked on Stars and Locked on Florida Panthers. Dane Lewis joined by Armando Velez. And now Armando is going to ask me some Stars-related questions to kind of get caught up to speed on everything that's happened with the Dallas Stars over the past few days. Yeah, so. We talked about last time around before this game even got started for for these two teams back uh, last Thursday, and the Stars have had a theme of breaking streak. They broke one, the Florida Panthers' streak. Then they they end the streak for the Pittsburgh Penguins. So that was a little kind of a game to for the Dallas Stars to like create a little bit of momentum heading into into this one. I mean. I've seen their schedule. They have a back-to-back in, in this Florida swing. So it's not going to be an easy one for them, but they've created a little bit of that momentum. And I'm and it's crazy how they could have had eight points in this four-game stretch if it weren't for the final minute of that game against St. Louis, St. Louis where I saw the reaction of Rick Bonus on the bench uh, <laughs> after everything. And I don't 
I don't think there's anything wrong with showing emotion in this game. It's like they don't want the coaches to show any type of emotion. So I actually want to ask you, what did you think of the NHL handing uh, Rick Bonus a fine after that? Oh, I, I thought it was outrageous, especially $25,000. Like, I, I get it. I mean, the NHL, and I think it's any league, you know, you're going to get fined as a coach for any kind of reaction like that. But I like $25,000 is, is quite a bit for, you know, yeah. swinging a stick. And I mean, who knows what he said? Uh, I, knowing Rick Bonus and having heard him mic'd up before, I can imagine what he said. Uh, and it's a lot of things that I can't say here on the podcast. But I, I just think, and, and certainly, I, I think it's, you know, I, he's right in what he did because controversial calls or no calls down the stretch. I don't know if you saw kind of what was he, what he was upset about, but really just not getting an explanation from the NHL referees about this no call on Miro Haskinen that eventually led to St. Louis getting those two goals in the final minute in that game. And like you said, you know, the Stars, had they not lost that game, I think they'd, the win streak would be at six or seven games right now. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they had two before the Christmas pause and the COVID hiatus. And then, you know, they beat Florida, beat Pittsburgh. So that would have that would have put them at five wins. And then they beat Seattle on Wednesday night. So, yeah, they'd be they'd be riding a six game win streak at the moment and uh, be a little bit higher up in the in the Western Conference wildcard race, but still in a pretty good spot. But yeah, yeah, certainly uh, a lot, myself and pretty much the rest of the stars uh, community, not very pleased with how the NHL handled that whole situation. But I mean, at the end of the day, I think Rick Bonus knew that a fine was coming. I just don't know if he was expecting twenty five thousand dollars. Mm. And same thing happened with uh, Rod Brindamore of the Carolina Hurricanes as well earlier this year. So, I mean, they're they're competitive. They're uh they want to win. I mean, as a competitor myself, and and as as a referee myself too, I understand that emotions get, but a fine like that outrageous. Of course, referees like the the sports that I, that I referee, like of course you can give technical fouls for swears. You could throw a flag for swears, but of but a fine like that. For, for showing emotion only only ejection worthy stuff at least in my level get um get fines as far as just showing pure emotion that one that one i that one is just mind-boggling for me <laughs> for sure yeah but i, but I want to transition to looking at um the stars roster at the moment um the florida panthers went up against uh brandon holpe last week however looking at this right now i'm seeing that he's on the COVID list along with alexander radulov and dennis gurianov what's the latest on those guys yeah so all of those guys to my knowledge i know on wednesday morning Braden holtby and dennis gurianov had tested again i believe that they had originally tested positive on tuesday so they were scratched from wednesday's game against seattle they tested again wednesday morning to see if they could maybe make the trip to florida but tested positive yet again um, and i believe radulov tested positive for the first time on wednesday as well so all of those guys won't be making this trip to Florida, which is a pretty big loss, especially on the goalie end, because, you know, I think the Stars had finally found that duo of Holtzby and Ottinger, and it would have been nice to have both of those guys on a back-to-back, but now Anton Hudobin has been called up, so we're definitely going to see him. I'm not sure which game we'll see him in. If I had to guess, we'll probably see him in this Friday night matchup against the Panthers, and then I think Ottinger will get the start against Tampa Bay on Saturday. But yeah, yeah, I think it's a big loss on that end, but also Denis Gurionov, who was doing pretty well for himself coming out of this break. He scored against Florida, but he also scored against Pittsburgh as well. And so he was kind of finding his footing on this second line with Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn. And both of those guys, Tyler and Jamie, were both playing a little bit better themselves. And so just kind of a, a big loss for the Stars losing all that momentum that that second line was building because we, we talk on Locked on Stars all the time 
about the the top line for the stars and their their talent and you know what their production is never in question but the stars are desperately in need of secondary scoring and the, the loss of Gurionov on this road trip is probably going to be something that is going to be felt but the stars are just going to have to find a way to work around it and find that you know some guys to fill in that second third and even fourth line that can produce at a high level when those top guys aren't on the ice mm-hmm. so note to self expect dobby uh in in between the pipes for uh the stars come friday and the, during the stretch of games it's in between these two um the top line just continues to just score pavelski i saw pavelski on the score sheet i saw rupe hints once a while, as well and wasn't J- Jason Robertson on a uh, recent uh, point streak or a goal streak, one of those two? Yeah, so he's on an eight-game point streak and an 11-game home point streak. Uh, so, yeah, just just doing really well for himself. And he got his uh, 11th point at home last night within the first 50 seconds. Uh, originally counted as a goal for him, but it actually bounced off Rupe Hintz's escape. Still got an assist on it, still, still got his point. And then he eventually did score a goal of his own. So he, uh, he, he covered all the loose ends. Just incredible for a, a, a guy who uh, was a Calder finalist uh, just last year. Um, after uh, just the year after Dallas uh, makes it to the Stanley Cup final, they have that horrible situation with COVID, and then this bright spot, this this kid uh, coming coming into coming onto this team and just lighting it up. And he's one of the, I, I was looking up just now that he's one of the last votes in um, for fan voting. He's one of the candidates for the Dallas Stars. So I'm seeing that, and I saw. That uh, Joe Pavelski uh, made the All Star team for the Dallas Stars, and now, now Dallas, they're they have I've seen the equal amount of games as far as right now in the standings for Dallas, but still six points out of that last spot. So they're not out of it, Dane, at all. They're not. They're not. They could. They could very well make a run. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that they've shown coming out of this COVID pause that they, like you said, they're certainly not out of it, you know, just yet. And I think that they still have a lot of fight left in them. I think they're finally, you know, kind of hitting their stride and figuring out what they do well and what they do poorly and, and you know, leaning on those strengths. And, uh, you know, even even last night, there was a lot of talk about Joe Pavelski. And you mentioned, you know, he gets the all-star nod. And I, I'm kind of on the same page as you where all-star games. It's not necessarily watching the game that's cool, but it's nice to see these guys get appreciated. And a guy like Pavelski, who's been around for you know so long, and he's 37 years old, and the several of the Stars beat writers wrote today in their you know their kind of post game analysis from from Wednesday night's game against the Kraken that he's probably putting together his best season, even though he's 37 years old. I mean, who knows what his body has been through throughout that time yet to continue to play at this high of a level? I mean, he he's certainly helping lead the charge for what could be a really impressive Stars run here as we kind of get towards the the spring months and. You know, I, I don't think it's realistic to say that they're going to come back and win the division just because I think Nashville and Colorado and even St. Louis have a little too much talent. But but they can certainly make a push for that maybe second second or even the first wildcard spot. And, you know, I think with any sports league, you just have to make the playoffs and, and you got a shot because playoff hockey is very, very different than regular season hockey. And the age on this Stars team, I think, is going to be one of their greatest assets if they're able to make it into the postseason because they have a lot of age on this roster and some guys that have seen a thing or two uh, during their time in the league. It was around this time in 2019, almost about this time, when the St. Louis Blues were last in their division and then the run that they went on. I know Stars fans don't want to hear that, <laughs> but that we're at that, to- at that point. So who is going to be that team in the NHL for sure? And 
the stars aren't even in last, so they could they could be that they could definitely be that team who just goes on goes on that streak. But we're going to transition to the third segment of the this episode. But we want to tell you all about Bet Online, and Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. New year and a new updated desktop and mobile. De- website sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code locked on to get started from football basketball hockey boxing ufc right to your favorite vegas casino game don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts all right and we're back in this final segment of Locked On Panthers and Locked On Stars on this crossover edition of the show. Both teams have back-to-backs. They're on the front end of them. The, this team met last week where the winner could have gone any, any which way uh, last, last Thursday. But let's talk about uh, the result predictions for this game. And I will let you go first since you are the road team, uh, Dane. Who who comes out on top on this game? Yeah, this is a this is certainly a tricky one because this is one of those situations where I know as a team the goal you know for the stars and I'm sure what the coaches are preaching is hey come away with from this road trip with four points and I think you know that be that's best case scenario but just you know from what I've seen from the stars this season playing on the road has not always been their strong suit so I think realistically if they can come away with two points that that's a that's a victory so it just kind of you know depends on which game are they going to win are they going to beat Florida who's, you know, coming off two wins, playing really well right now, uh, you know, certainly looking to get back at these Dallas Stars, or are they going to be the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have had their numbers since, you know, October of 2020. Uh, and, and so it's really, really tough to say. And I think just, especially if Anton Hudobin starts this game, not necessarily a huge fan of the Stars' chances to come out on top. So I, I think the Stars dropped this game. Probably, I, I think it can be close. I think, you know, even though they lost that game in St. Louis, up until that final minute, they showed a lot of really, really good progress that had been made as far as their ability to play at a high level on the road. And so I think that it'll, they'll keep it close, but I think the Stars might lose this game by a score of maybe 4-3, to three, maybe 5-3 to three with Florida scoring an empty netter kind of at the end. But w- would love to see the fight that they brought against Florida the first time around and see another really good competitive game for sure. I'm just I'm just now looking at NHL.com and the Stars road record right now. Despite being middle of the pack in their division, they're one of the worst road teams in the division actually. I am seeing this. I'm and 4-10 and 1 for the Dallas Stars while the Florida Panthers 19-3 and 0 at home. So and the Florida Panthers have had their share of road woes before that recent road trip where they came out three out of four in that one. And that was a possible change in momentum type of road trip for this team who had been battling 500, but now currently they're over it 500 and man, the, 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 the splits for, for the stars are just not more different than I thought it was going to be for sure. Uh, in this one and with how Florida has played at home versus a, a, what I'm seeing in front of me with the Dallas Stars, I'm going to say that the Florida Panthers will come away with a win in this one. Since coming out of their COVID pause, they've scored 
They scored four four or more goals in every single game since coming out of that pause. So they just score in bunches. And I just think that their continued home success and the momentum that they're creating and with also the front the it being a front end of a back to back, I don't know. There's a chance that Bobrovsky might start both because he might have. And it's a little tough because after this back to back uh homestand, um this three game and the three game homestand that the Florida Panthers are in, they're gonna be making their Western Canadian trip. And that's as far as the travel and we don't even know if those games are going to be played because Canada is still having issues with their attendance uh, rules with their, which what they're trying to do with the Omicron variant. So are the Panthers going to come out of this back to back and are they going to have a whole week because the NHL will postpone more games or are they going to ride high and then continue that as they try to continue going on their on their momentum that they created from the most recent trip and carrying that over to Western Canada. So a little bit of a, a strange uh, and a whole bunch of uncertainty coming up because the Panthers and Sam Bennett, he's going to be making his return to uh, Calgary for the first time since being traded. So that's something to look forward to for the cat. But I, I think they're going to win this one. Um, Columbus is coming in hot after that six nothing win over Carolina, so that's something to look forward to. And Columbus has been a little bit of a surprise this year as well. They're not dead in the water like a lot of people thought they were going to be. So tough stretch for for the Florida Panthers and the the goalie situation. Dallas, even even after Friday night's game, I, I will say, Dane, I I will be paying attention to the Dallas Stars and what they do in um. Tampa Bay the, the the next night after playing to see like how they look with with uh putting the other goalie in and seeing how the how the second line and below plays without Gorianov as well. Yeah, and there's a chance that I feel like I'm often wrong about who starts for goalies in this position. I could also, you know, I I just I, I think I'm thinking from how I would do it of starting, you know, uh Anton Hudobin first since Ottinger mm-hmm. did just play on Wednesday, give him full rest before letting him play Saturday. But also, I mean, Anton Hudobin, despite losing that Stanley Cup a while back and despite dropping quite a few games last season, has seen quite a bit of this Tampa Bay team. But Jake Ottinger, you know, seeing a good amount of them as well, having gotten some starts. But yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. And especially if they do drop this game and if it gets out of hand, uh, it's going to be really, really interesting to see how they respond on Saturday against Tampa Bay. If they're going to come out flat and drop that one too and come away from this road trip with no points. Or, or if they're able to to kind of rise above the adversity of of what could be presented in this Friday matchup and, and kind of carry that forward because it doesn't get too much easier when they get home. I can't remember off the top of my head who all they have next, but I, I know, you know, a lot of our divisional p- games are still needing to be played. And so every one of those games is going to count for sure. And those are going to matter immensely as the season goes on because, you know, as we've been saying, they're they're not dead in the water, but they, they need to start racking up these wins, especially on the road if they want to consider themselves a legitimate playoff contender because good playoff teams can win at home, but they also need to, you know, be able to steal a game or two on the road. I'm seeing four out of five uh, for the stars on the road coming up. And both, both of those road game go road games. They're back to backs on both of them. So oh. a little bit of a tough stretch for Dallas. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to find out a lot about this team for sure. In the next coming days, I think Philadelphia is one of those games. So maybe that one will be a, a little less challenging. Philadelphia struggling a little bit this season, but 
always hard to get a win on the road in professional sports and especially the NHL and who knows what other guys might get thrown on the COVID list. Hopefully not too many more, as I know about 70, 80 percent of this roster has already been in COVID protocols. And especially a lot of the big names, Garyanov and, and Holtby and Radulov were kind of the, I guess, at the back end. And their, their invincibility spell wore off a little bit at the end there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Uh, for sure. And uh, definitely, um, hopefully they all get to. Uh recovered and just like how the panthers have most of their roster has been on the COVID list and back so hoping no more of these yeah for sure hoping that uh the nhl as a whole can kind of get back to you know being able to find a little bit of consistency and hopefully these guys are able to stay healthy and without symptoms and you know as in in, in return you know you want their families and whatnot to stay healthy as well uh mm-hmm. you know just kind of weird weird times here in the nhl for sure with this omicron variant going around for sure well, that's going to do it for today's crossover episode between Locked on Stars and Locked on Panthers. Be sure to tune in tomorrow. Oh, I guess not tomorrow because it'll be the weekend. But we'll be breaking down these games from the weekend at Locked on Stars on Monday. And Armando, I imagine you'll be doing the same on Monday for Locked on Panthers. Yep, we'll be uh, we'll be breaking down uh, the weekend slate of games and then uh, talking about the upcoming Canadian road trip. Good deal. Good deal. Armando, always good to cross over with you and... Uh, who knows if we'll get to do this again, because I know our teams don't meet up in the regular season, but you know, maybe uh, maybe the fate will have it where our paths cross <laughs> again at some point. The only time would be the Stanley Cup final. The, the hey, only possible time. I, uh, I wasn't going to say it because I don't want to jinx the stars, but I mean, now, now it's out there. So maybe <laughs> maybe if the if the hockey gods intend for that to happen, we'll, uh, we'll see it happen. <laughs> Thank you so much, Dane. Yes, sir. So if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast and be notified every single time. The Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to Lockdown NHL and the Crosscheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark. We'll be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. Thank you once again for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listener of the day. And for your second listener of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Bets. Your one-stop shop for all things betting. Locked On Bets. Hosted by Boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms, so subscribe to the Lockdown Bets podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I'm Armando Velez with Dane Lewis. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day.